Climate Conversations on the Business Breakfast with Dubai Holding and in partnership with the World Future Energy Summit, the leading event for future energy and sustainability, together for the good of tomorrow. Given where we're broadcasting from at the moment and what is going on all around us, Climate Change Conversations this week is taking a bit of an aviation theme. Rich is going to run us through what two of the UAE's largest airline CEOs have to say about their sustainability plans. But we are going to first speak to the people who make and sell the planes. Darren Holst is Vice President of Commercial Marketing for Boeing. Darren, good morning. Good morning. Busy day one for you when you weren't selling dozens of planes, which have stolen the headlines somewhat. You also made some sustainability plays, Boeing signing up with a German sustainable aviation fuel initiative and with Zero Petroleum, which makes uh, sustainable aviation fuel. Why have you done that? What do you gain from that? I think it's just important when you think about where aviation is headed and in terms of how important aviation is to the global transportation system, one of the important elements of the future is investing in scale. Sustainable aviation fuel is proven. It is a key part of uh, the industry's pledge to become carbon uh, net carbon zero by 2050. But we need to invest in scale because at this point, less than 1% of fuel that goes into commercial jets uh, is sustainable aviation fuel. And so I think making those investments is critical to creating the scale that the industry will need to continue to grow. Yeah, that scale actually is something that I know the former uh, Qatar um, airline CEO, Akbar Al-Bakar, said very bluntly in June. He said, uh, there isn't enough SAF being produced and there isn't enough raw materials to make the SAF that we need. He reckoned um, that aviation was going to miss its 2030 IATA targets. Is he right? I don't think he is. I think uh, there's no shortage of challenges in this industry and in, in the uh, global economy as a whole, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't try to, uh, to surpass and, and even achieve all these, uh, these targets. And I think when we look into the future, when we look in, even to the past, the industry has come so far. Today's commercial jets are 80% more fuel efficient than the airplanes that started the jet age. We can get there with technology, but we also need to get there with investment. And I think that's where uh, we need to start today. Right. So what actually needs to physically happen to get SAF above that 1% mark? It's scale. It's investment. It's literally um, turning hundreds and thousands of gallons of sustainable aviation fuel into millions of gallons. And that is uh, finding the feedstock. It is investing in the facilities. But when you think about the simplicity of this, Sustainable aviation fuel can be fueled the same way as conventional jet fuel. It can use the same infrastructure and the same uh, pipelines. And so um, it is the simplest way to achieve the goals. And the the key really is the investment. It's the time, the energy, and and just, frankly, the scale. Is there a compromise in this somewhere? I mean, we've got people looking at everything from from hybrid fuel to different types of fuel. Does the industry need one consensus or does it need to say, okay, there is a halfway point here for us? I don't think, and and frankly, I'm not an expert in all the various types, but I think it's important just to focus on the fact that the fuel itself is sustainable. It comes from, um, it comes from byproducts that wouldn't other but otherwise be used in the food system or other parts of of the economy and and growing those and when working on a, on a standard I guess a fuel standard because at the end of the day once you achieve those standards now it can go into all the jets you know our commercial our commercial airplanes 
by 2030 will all be capable of being fueled by a 100% mix of sustainable aviation fuel. And we've achieved these standards, but we also have a global standard so that we can follow that. And, and, and I think that follows your question. Okay, so that takes care of, I think it's about 65-75% of emissions. What about the rest of it? What about the raw materials that go into making the planes? How much can you control their sustainability down the supply chain? Oh, that's a that's a great point. I mean, our factories are uh, net zero already in terms of emissions, in terms of the waste. They're zero waste facilities, but um, through our supply chains, we're incentivized. We're incentivizing our suppliers to improve uh, their uh, their footprint. And I think as we go forward, frankly, that's a pretty easy thing to achieve because uh, one of the most difficult things to electrify and, and one of the most difficult things to achieve is powering uh, commercial jets, you know, with, with zero emissions technologies. And on the ground with our factories and just the overall ecosystem, I think that's something that we're focused on on a daily basis. Okay, well, let's have a look at some of those jets. Massive orders yesterday for you coming out um, from, amongst others, Emirates and Fly Dubai. 95 aircraft uh, for Emirates, 30 for Fly Dubai. When are they going to get them? Great question. As soon as uh, we can get them to them, but probably not as soon as they want. As this, uh, as we've all seen through the, the past two years, and especially this year, um, the demand for air travel is simply exceeding supply. But um, uh, in general, this, the back half of this decade, as we look into um, our availability for the wide body aircraft, it's uh, after 2027. And so we'll see a lot of those orders actually be fulfilled, um, you know, in the next five, four to eight years. Why are we seeing so many big deals coming out from airlines, do you think, this year, at this air show in particular? I think there's a couple of things going on. I mean, first of all, going back to sustainability, we talk about the long-term goals. We talk about the need for sustainable aviation fuels. One of the fastest ways for airlines to achieve uh, improved sustainability numbers is the replacement of aging, older, less efficient aircraft. And so, uh, for example, the 7779 that will be joining Emirates fleet, that aircraft uh, emits somewhere in the neighborhood of 90,000 tons less uh, CO2 per year for just one plane than an A380. So you're getting that efficiency and you're getting that sustainability right now, 20 to 40% more fuel efficient than airplanes that um, the airlines are flying today. And so there's the sustainability angle, but there's also a growth element to it. We've seen the industry kind of starve for capacity uh, during the pandemic. And as the markets come back, now there's that re-energizing of making the connections and, and frankly, growing economies, especially here in the Middle East region. One minute left with you, Darren. One of the things that we've been pondering on the show this morning is when these deals are actually agreed, are they done and dusted before you or any of your executives hop on a flight? Are they in the can or is there still last minute negotiation on the air show floor? I would say it depends. Uh, I know that's not a great answer, but it really, truly does. In in many cases, um, the agreement structure is largely in place, but there's a few last terms and conditions that need to be finalized. And those are the things that take place on the sidelines and even in the minutes and hours ahead of an announcement. So it really is an exciting time, but also I think reflective of a, a long uh, months and, and, and many in cases, even years of discussions. And Darren Holst, Vice President of Commercial Marketing for Boeing, speaking to us this morning in our climate conversations as we 
obviously turn our attention to the climate impact and the questions around aviation. Climate Conversations on the Business Breakfast. With Dubai Holding and in partnership with the World Future Energy Summit, the leading event for future energy and sustainability, together for the good of tomorrow. Sustainable flying is certainly one of the hot topics this year's Dubai Air Show from where we are broadcasting on the perimeters at the moment. One that's sure to continue at COP28 later on this year. In fact, to that end, Richard Dean has more. So Tuesday, the 24th of October, will go down as a momentous day in the history of Emirates Airline. And that is because EK Flight 412 took off to Sydney with sustainable aviation fuel powering one of its engines. It's all part of the aviation industry going green using sustainable aviation fuel. But as Emirates Airline President Tim Clark points out, it's not going to be an easy journey. I'm always a little bit wary about over-promising what you can. We know we can fly these aircraft with SAF. We've done it. We are signing up, as Emirates is uh, signing up to supply of SAF. But the harsh reality is that if you can get 10% by 2030, Today, we we burn 550 million tonnes a year in the aviation industry. If you can get 50 million tonnes in six or seven years, it's not really going to cut it in the long term. We've got to do better than that. Um, So either you upgrade your capability and operationalise that scalability on biomass, or you find other sorts of feedstock, or you work heavily in trying to get the new technologies, synthetic uh, uh, fuels to power the aircraft in the future. That's a big ask. It's a long haul and it's very expensive. And that in itself requires huge amounts of power, which can only really come from nuclear. And this is the the conundrum we find ourselves in. Um, But in the end, if you're really going to go for hydrogen, you're going power to liquid, you need enormous amount of power to do that. Well, down the road in Abu Dhabi, Etihad Airways has been using sustainable aviation fuel for many years. Again, not at scale, but they have been experimenting with it. Here is Antonio Neves. He is the CEO of Etihad Airways. I come from a country that, I mean, more Brazil, more than half of the cars, they run on sustainable aviation fuel, right? Ethanol. That's been around since 82 in Brazil, right? So, but it's not an easy task, as you said, right? You, you need to build uh, the livestock to do it, or you need to find an alternative source of, of uh, components to manufacture the fuel. Uh, but it's going to happen. I mean, the technology is there. I mean, Etihad did its first 100% uh, fuel, uh, SAF uh, flight about 10 years ago. I mean, when I was in Brazil in 2015, Azul, before it was cool. Before it was cool, right? It was not even SAF, right? The name. <laughs> now we talk about SAF, 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 SAF. I mean, it's been around for a long time. I think it's just a matter of time that it's going to have the scale. It may take three years, it may take five years, it may take 10 years. Reality is the direction is clear. Everyone's going to go into that direction. It, and I think it's going to be cheaper. If you think about it, right? It has to be cheaper, right? And the reason is very simple, right? If it's not cheaper, it's not going to fly, right? It's, it's not going to be there. Actually, ethanol in Brazil is cheaper than gasoline, right? So why it can be cheaper? So I think it's going to be there. We need scale for it to be cheaper, right? Uh, right now, of course, it's more expensive, but that's how you start um, any, any kind of production, right? Start small, you have more costs, but then you can dilute all those costs. And I, I truly believe it's going to be cheaper. So SAF may be the future, but what about the here and now? Antonaldo Neves again. 
Yeah, the new generation aircraft is amazing. I mean, if you take the 321LR that we introduced in Top Air Portugal to fly over the Atlantic, I mean, it burns 20% less fuel per per hour. It's 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 just an amazing plane. The 787s that we have, they're very efficient as compared to the old generation aircraft. And it's a competitive edge. And not only that, supports the environment as well, right? So we burn less CO2 because of that. So that's why we're this, for two years in a row, the most sustainable airline in the world. Uh, very happy about that. Uh, those were the thoughts of Antonaldo Neves, the CEO of Etihad Airways, ending that report by Richard Dean. And our first sighting of Mr Neves at an air show. Yes, mm. he's been in the job about a year now. He mentioned there that he's, he's from Brazil originally and he works, he works as a, a consultant for McKinsey in Brazil. And one of his gigs was come up with a strategy for the Brazilian aviation sector, at which he did with his colleagues. And they liked it, so that he got a job with an airline, floated that on the New York Stock Exchange, a Brazilian airline. From there, he went to Portugal, natural progression, same language, ran the airline there, and from there, he was hired to run Etihad. Business Breakfast on Dubai I 103.8. Big focus on aviation today. We are live from DC Aviation Alpha Tame down at Al Maktoum International Airport. Climate Conversations on the Business Breakfast. With Dubai Holding and in partnership with the World Future Energy Summit, the leading event for future energy and sustainability. Together for the good of tomorrow.